Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. So today's episode is a super short bonus one for the week, and it's kind of something that I just had a breakthrough on, which is understanding kind of how to draw the line when you need to let go and remove yourself from a situation. So this is more in regards to dealing with people like in conflict or when there is something that needs to be sorted out. And I will be transparent. It's something that I personally have struggled with in recent times just because for me, I am a very decisive person, which is very lucky to have in life. But with that being said, I've always been self-aware that because I'm decisive, oftentimes I don't have the patience to wait around for example so you know this is where I give a lot of my girlfriends advice when it's like they need to let go of a guy that they're in the early dating phase with they're talking and there are certain consistent manners that this guy is doing that is just not in alignment with her and you know for me it's very easy to be like I would just walk away right and obviously I know that is easier said than done but again it's a pro I think about my logical and rational mind is like I process a lot of information rationally and and I make decisions in that way or at least I like to say I try my best to do it most of the time and one way actually I just want to add this as a tangent for those of you who know that you make decisions very emotionally I would recommend taking a read at stoicism and my best my favorite way to start is probably through the daily stoic you could read one or two pages a day and it will definitely shift your mind and make you realize honestly how chaotic you are inside and how you are often or at least more often than not using that chaoticness or like having that chaoticness in the way you make decisions and so I noticed this years ago about myself so that's why I became kind of on the other spectrum where I became a lot more rational calm-minded and ideally uh, practicing stoicism in my everyday life but back to the point though where you know like I said I have a tendency to be decisive and if you are someone like this but also you realize like maybe sometimes you cut the cord too soon or that you made a decision too prematurely 
Here are some of my latest thoughts and the breakthrough I had on recognizing how to know when to be patient, so to speak, and how to know when it's time to really like move forward from that situation and let that go. So I was talking to one of my close friends, Elia, who actually has been on this podcast. He talks about male psychology in dating and the human dynamics, and it's something that he researches a lot as well. But during our conversation, he made it a really good point to me, you know, because I was asking him, how do you know when to be patient? And I was asking him, you know, not that I don't have empathy, because I do, (laughs) I care about people, but I noticed that oftentimes, I am more solution-oriented in in the way I make my decisions, which is because I'm more thinking rationally than maybe on the emotional side, maybe using empathy and compassion, right? So, it, of course, it comes down to what the situation or what what you're facing, like what you what kind of skills you need to use or what part of your brain you need to use in order to make that decision because you need both in life, right? And I've observed many people in my life who either have one or the other um, or maybe fail to use both in a strategic way. And again, it's all a work in progress because for me, like I said, I'd probably skew 60 or 70% of the time I make decisions on like the more solution-oriented way. And the other 30 to 40% of the time, depending on the spectrum, like I would use the more emotional side of my brain. And my friend, Elia, made a really good point. He said, so I would ask him as well, because he seems to have a really good balance on this. And I think he's a very empathetic person. And I said, which one do you use to make decisions more often? And his answer was, it depends on what the person needs. And what he's saying is, it, you know, again, we're talking about when you are dealing with other people because again if it's just for yourself it's a lot different but when when you need to make decisions that involve and impact other people he said he narrows it down to what that other person needs most and especially in the case where it's someone you care about someone you love whether it's a friend a family member whatever because for me the reason why I'm also able to be really decisive and more solution-oriented is because I prioritize my internal peace because I also believe that your happiness stems from your internal peace. If you have a lot of chaos inside, you're not going to be at peace and it's also going to be harder to be in a state of happiness. So when I was thinking about that though, I'm like, sometimes I feel like I am like maybe cutting the cord too soon or maybe I'm making a decision too prematurely or like maybe, you know, I don't want to have to cut out this person but I also don't feel at peace because there seems to be like tension or like things that are unspoken and, and need to be discussed because again, um, you know, I don't know if you listening, if you are an avoidant person, maybe you're the type of person that hates conflict or hates discussing things, which I totally understand because I, I do deal with a lot of people like that. I'm not confrontational, however, I operate on a lot of like openness and open conversations because 
I personally believe that 90% of problems can be resolved through communication and having an open dialogue about it. And it's something that I personally didn't have in my household growing up, um, you know, considering my heritage, which is Vietnamese, Asian. Uh, for those of you who are or, you know, come from similar backgrounds, you might have similar upbringings where like kind of feelings and emotions were swept under the rug and you don't have an open dialogue about it because it's quote unquote too vulnerable, right? Um, and for me, I, I operate on that. You know, I believe in having open discussions with friends, family, your partner in order to like be clear-headed and have clarity to move forward on whatever that may be. And so oftentimes I run into the the problem of people not being able to discuss the feelings and to discuss, you know, how they feel and how we can resolve it together. And again, like I said, this happens a lot in friendships and my, you know, family instances and just in all in all right the lack of communication is often like a big part of why many of us are feeling the internal conflict because like there is an external conflict at hand that has not been resolved yet so before I just decide to like cut something out or like cut someone out and go you know what I want my internal peace and so I'm gonna let this person go I realized like, okay, how can I find a better way to make the decision? And it occurred to me, like my friend Elias said, you know, he chooses it based on the person. And he also made a good point too that I also do agree with. Like in terms of decision making, the solution oriented and the empathy one, they are like at opposites of each other, right? Uh, so you... It's very difficult to have both in your decision making and even when you do, you are compromising on both ends, um, which makes sense because it's a whole spectrum. So I guess I'm sharing this because uh, this is especially for those who find themselves also really on the more pragmatic end when you're making decisions before you use your logical brain to make a decision when it comes to people think about how much you care and or love the person that you are trying to resolve something with and consider what that person may need in on from your end and that was really helpful for me because again oftentimes i'm going the solution oriented route in order to maintain my internal peace because my internal peace is pretty consistent because I don't allow myself to have conflict and when there is external conflict at hand I do my best to resolve it pretty much immediately and that comes with the ability because I'm able to address things and have an open conversation about it also without being confrontational, um, aggressive, angry, which I think seems like those those are the traits that are associated with someone that uh, does that. But again, it's, it's like being able to master that part of yourself where you don't come across abrasive or anything like that. So again, this is just for my gals out there who, you know, if this is ringing a bell to you, having an understanding may help. But yeah, I just wanted to share that. 
because I'm sure, you know, if I struggle with that, then maybe some of you guys also struggle with how to make certain decisions and kind of whether to use your emotional brain or your rational brain. And so it's kind of like the left and right brain, if that makes sense. And honestly, it just, it has always been an obstacle for me to know how to make a decision without drastically hurting people because I'm aware that letting certain people go, uh, you know, seems like, you know, you have no empathy or it's pretty ruthless. But it all, but yes, it depends on the context and it depends on the situation. And most importantly, it depends on the person and the degree to which you care about the person. Um, and I would say then, you know, whether it's your friend or whoever, let's just say in a situation where you care about someone a lot, but you also want your peace, but that person maybe isn't working with you to maybe resolve it in, in the, at the pace that you want it. I encourage you to use more empathy in the way you approach your solution and the way you approach the conversation as well assuming you know maybe you're not able to address it with the person yet because they are more avoidant than you and again whether you are someone that is avoidant or you are someone that has the capability of addressing things with people in you know whether it's at work or your friends or with your romantic partner learn to understand what the other side like what they fear right so or you know what their concern or what their insecurity is about so for someone who is avoidant it's usually that they are concerned about conflict they are concerned about maybe losing face in a way um and they're just concerned about being vulnerable and, and open and, and because it might look embarrassing i've dealt with many people that have kind of like similar fears to to that extent and then on the other hand someone more like me who might someone might label me confrontational but again I, I would just say that I'm, I'm just the type of person that's not afraid to have an open dialogue I would say it's like people like that are usually again speaking for myself are usually more often able to do that because they their fear or their insecurity is maybe in my case not having internal peace because there is still something to be resolved right or their tendency is to kind of check something off the box and because they, they want to resolve it they want to get it out the way and they want to be able to move forward so understanding what the other side or what that person what, what's going through their mind and understanding how to approach that would be my best advice. And again, um, understanding that solution-oriented decision-making and empathetic decision-making are opposite of one another, but determine how much you care about the person you're dealing with. And, and if it is a lot, then in that case, cater your decision-making process in a way that is helpful to that person so that you are not cutting cutting something off too soon. That was all for this week's bonus episode. I hope this was helpful for some of you guys. I know that 
the topic of dealing with decision making during conflict is kind of not talked about a lot on like a personal level. I think it's a little bit different in work and professional life. But for some reason, I feel like we don't talk about it a lot amongst ourselves or like our friends in how we approach things. And it just kind of came up in my mind and was like, you know what, let me share with you guys. So hope this was helpful. And if it was, please be sure to share the episode on your Instagram story and tag both the Instagrams at you and my personal one at Emily E. Duong. Thanks again for tuning in this week. I will chat with you all in the next episode.